Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is happening? Welcome to episode 39. Yep. yep. <laughs> Sweet. That got that got added in the notes correctly of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host and 64 Josh. I've got Hate Zero. What's up, dude? What is up and what is up NPC fam? I am Hate Zero, your hero. <laughs> <sighs> Isn't it fun when we give ourselves nicknames? It's great. Good times. Good times. We have a very special, we're just going to call him co-host tonight because he's already been here once. This is uh, none other than Run, Jump, Stomp, and that's the last time I'll call him that tonight. It's RJS. What's up, dude? That's right. RJS for short, much easier and quicker to say. And from the Nintendo Switchcraft. That's right. It's a Nintendo podcast. Yeah. Solo show. There you go. There you go. So, guys, before we get started, quick word from our sponsors. If you'd like to get yourself a free audiobook from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. Pick up Super Mario or Console Wars. Ready Player One. Hey, what's your book? Ascend Online. Ascend so Online. Good. There you go. So good. So that's audibletrial.com slash NPC. Also, guys, if you'd like to get yourselves a gaming chair, the gaming chair I'm sitting in is from OP Seat. Go to opseat.com. And use coupon code N64Josh to save yourself $10. I know that right now, almost all the seats are on sale for $50 off. So you can actually get $60 off right now. That's opseat.com. Use code N64Josh. Okay. We do this show live Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on twitch.tv slash N64Josh. Come hang out with us. It's a good time. I want to say welcome to everybody that's here. We're really glad you're here. So thank you for being with us. I see Kirby Geek, GI Jello, One Iron Auto, Bravd, I think, if I said it right. Um, Paliner, what's going on, guys? Thank you for being here. We appreciate you. So, um, let's let's jump into this if you guys want to get to know rjs go back a few episodes and you can hear about his history if you missed it we've 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 got it all there plus make sure you go check out his show the switch nintendo switchcraft three times a week yes uh tuesdays thursdays and saturdays there you go there you go dude this guy's this guy's a workaholic so when, <laughs> yeah. it, when his kids want to talk to him they just get on skype and he's like hang on i'm podcasting so <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh rjs kick this thing off for us man what uh what games did you pick up this last week or uh and and what have you been playing uh, I picked up t- uh, two games. I picked up uh, Steam World Dig Two, which I know you guys spoke about last week, um, and I also picked up Inverses, which is a uh, really weird game that wasn't even on my radar. But somebody sent me a code, so I checked it out, and it's impressive. Um, I won't spend too much time on Steam World Dig Two, except for. 
Josh, you have to get it. Okay. Um, I Agreed. think hate agrees with me. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have to get this game. I have been totally sucked in. Uh, my son was watching me play it earlier and he was like, dad, can I play? Can I play? And I was like, uh, well, okay. I don't usually let him play my switch cause he has his own. Mm. Um, and you know, it's not a physical copy, so I can't share it. Uh, and I was like, all right, I'll let you play. Uh, luckily I have a, you know, the Japanese account and the European account. Uh, so that you can check out the different stores and stuff. And so he logged on to the European account and was playing um, that game. And he totally got sucked in. I think he caught up to me already. Uh, oh, he was wow. having an absolute blast playing that game. And I highly recommend it. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I need to. I, I want to play. The, I have the first one. I've never even. I have it on Wii U. Never even tried it. So I need to. I know I'm behind. The first thing I see in chat from Kirby Geek, another game that Josh won't finish. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, that's cool. So that's pretty much been it for what you've, what you've been playing though. Steam world dig and in, in versus. Yeah. And, uh, in versus, if you don't know, I don't, I, I can't remember if this is the part where you talk about, we can like, hit, we can hit on what it the for game sure. is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, hit on it. Um, so it's this really, it's a multiplayer game. I mean, you could play it solo if you want, but this this multiplayer game, they've got both co-op and, uh, competitive. Um, and you are these little squares on a black and white board and when you shoot a bullet, it will change the colors of the board. And if you are a black square, you can only move over the white tiles. So if you shoot the black tiles, they'll all turn white. And then you can move over those while your opponent is then changing the colors. So it keeps uh, reversing the colors back and forth. And uh, it's really fun. Uh, my son played that earlier as well. Uh, we both played competitively and then we teamed up and played against two other people online. And that was really fun. And then you could, we played a little bit of co-op where um, like these things show up on the screen and you got to try and shoot as many as you can. It's called arcade mode. Uh, but that's another really, really good game. I don't know what the price is because I got it for, I got, I got it for a code, but it's um, my guess is probably a pretty cheap game, but it's, it's, it's a fun game. Yeah, absolutely. I was totally surprised. I got I got a a review copy as well, and so I don't know the price of it, and I don't even think I can look at this point because it uh, <laughs> all it, it says just is says purchased. It's in your library. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I was completely shocked. I was completely shocked by it. It it is basically Othello. I believe is the name of the game on steroids, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So, which is a game that came out on switch very early on one of the first like, uh, indie titles or whatever. So, um, it, it is, it is a, it is a blast and we'll get into it a little bit more later on. Um, Hey, what have you been playing, dude? Uh, golf story. Oh, a lot. Nice. Golf story. A lot. Uh, I was playing a little bit steam world dig two as well until golf story came out. Um, I am just loving that game. So if you if you haven't done it, and we'll get to my review of it later, if you haven't picked it up and it looks even remotely entertaining, just do it, Josh. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> I almost forgot, Josh. You will appreciate this. Okay. I, I got one of these uh, right here. This is a cartridge from the uh, Fairchild video entertainment system which came out the year i was born 1976 wow uh which is really cool it's a video game i got four of these uh so hmm. i was really happy to get my hands on these it 
it, is that being in cardboard like uh, kind of a rare thing? I I don't know. I mean, it's forty years old, so you'd think so. This is what the cartridge looks like. Oh, nice! You know, and it's got is, like is there tape in that? <laughs> What's that? Is there tape in that? <laughs> what do you mean tape? You know, like a eight track or a cassette tape? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it's got this weird fold, fold, fold back wow. thing. It's really strange. Uh, <laughs> I tried to look up how much one of these systems were. It's like three hundred bucks on on eBay. But wow, wow! That's but I crazy. thought you would appreciate that as a person who collects older stuff. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, hate any other games you picked up or you playing? Um, I picked up a little special something for myself on Friday. The <laughs> without burning the mother down. Without burning the mother down. Um, so we're somewhere in between handwritten letters and burning the mother down. <laughs> but I got a SNES Classic. So pretty pretty excited. Pretty yeah. excited. Good stuff. Good stuff. Were you able to get one? Uh, you were. RGS, right? Uh, I was. Yeah. I was. I'm, I'm, I'm both happy for hate and disappointed because I was really looking forward to the salt. Like he said, I'll either be the, he said the next podcast will either be super happy and friendly or right back into the salt mines. And I was like, man, I hope they're in the salt mines because that's entertainment. So we, we almost were. So the first store I went to, I went to Fred Meyer. It's our smaller local chain. They're owned by the Kroger family. The secret, right? Yeah. The secret, secret place we go. And uh, they got 12 and I got there uh, before the electronics department opened and it was way too late. So I'm like, all right, um, I'm, I'm just going to go to work anyways. And on my way to work, I drive by Target anyways, and it's a large Target. So I'm like, ah, they open in like 10 minutes. My chances are slim to none, but what the hell? So I I pull up and there's a huge line of people. I'm like, all right, well, I'm probably too late. So I get up and like am i too late and she's like no you you here's your ticket and i was number 48 out of 55 so <laughs> that's cutting just, close. just close, barely man. made it so it, it almost was a salty episode <laughs> so oh, uh paliner's asking where the apology is so the apology was going to come if targets were getting 300 per store like i was quoted and uh i don't think we're anywhere near 300 per store but not as bad as I was expecting. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I went to Fred Meyer as well, and uh, I had the Best Buy pre-order, so I was fine. But I'm like, you know, I was I was actually hoping to find like lines of people, and like the plan was like I'm going to take some coffee and record a bunch of footage for YouTube, and it'll be fun. There was nobody around. I went to uh, Fred Meyer. I walked in. The lady's like, I just sold the last one. I was like, oh, okay, all right. Well, Target's across the street. I go across the street. No line nobody in the store really and uh walk up to electronics i'm like you have the snes classic i'm guessing you don't she's like oh we have 18 of them i'm like you have 18 of them and there's no one here she's like yeah there's no one here and i'm like will you sell me more than one she's like i can't i'm like ah okay so um pick that one up which that one automatically became eric's because we had an agreement that we would both try to buy two and so um so the good news is as soon as he got his Guess what? We're now giving one away. So you can check out the details on uh, on my Twitter. If you're here with us live, you can hit exclamation point giveaway and uh, you'll see the the details there as well. And so uh, 
so that was kind of cool. Able just to walk in, grab it, walk out. And, uh, um, I hooked it up, started playing immediately. And, uh, we'll, we'll, again, we'll get into that more. Um, something special happened today. I completed my super smash bros. Amiibo collection. I got my unicorn, which was Bowser <laughs> jr. And, uh, it was not, you know, I mean, I obviously just went on eBay and had to find the cleanest box or whatever, but it didn't ship forever. Like I was going to have to set up a claim and all that, that garbage. And then it finally showed up today, really clean box. So my smash amiibo collection is 100% complete. And no, I'm not going to go start opening it. Like some of the comments I've seen on my Instagram. <laughs> yeah. You got to free them. <laughs> no, stop. Yeah. They like being warm and, and cozy in their, uh, uh, in their little, plastic containers cardboard so um anyway so that was really cool i'm really excited for that um as far as uh, as far as games <sighs> we talked about this a little bit ago i got just dance on the switch <laughs> i got uh, uh bomber man i got <laughs> they're all leaping <laughs> i got disgaea 5 um i got fifa and uh yeah that was you know that's that's some enough. Of, some of those were completely acceptable titles. <laughs> some of them. Some I'm of them. Sh- look, I I'm I I got just dance so I could try to lose weight. You know, because <sighs> there you go, there you go. <laughs> can can I circle back to Palinar's pre-order debacle with Amazon? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I can bring a little bit of salt here. So they have no problem screwing over their customers who have pre-orders in. But if you live in a place where they do the treasure truck, you can get some of those should be going to customer pre-orders. Oh, how's that going? Good. How's that happening? No. What is the word with that? Anyways, you can carry on. Okay. That was bogus. That was yeah. bogus. All right. We'll keep we'll keep right on going. Um, the other game I did pick up is the uh, um, Mario Bros, which I don't, did we talk about that already? Uh, we talked about it was happening. I, I totally forgot to buy it in the glory of golf story. Yeah. So I picked it up. I do want to say it is much better. The arcade ROM is far better than any uh, port that um, has ever been released. There's way more charm to the game. There's way more character animation. And I know that sounds kind of silly talking about basically an eight bit game, but like Mario's mouth just opening and having like the little blue spot on his eye. He just, it, there's just, there's just more charm to it. When you, when you, the sh- when you knock the turtle upside down, he climbs out of his shell and he's like, what the heck kind of picks the thing back up and gets back in it. You know, there's just, there's way more there's, charm is the best way I can put it. And it actually was fun to go in and try to set the high score and then upload to the leaderboards. So um, I tweeted at go Nintendo today to see like, Hey, have you guys heard anything about the next release? Cause there should technically be one tomorrow. I would think if they're going to do these things on a weekly basis, they had no clue. They hadn't heard anything. And so I don't know if we're going to see one, uh, Wednesday or not. I'm hoping so. I really want punch out. I'm really, really I'm, wanting, punch I'm out. not hoping so. I don't <laughs> want it. Just save them. Save them. Nintendo. Stop the, stop the bleeding. So, uh, Josh, have you changed your tune at all on the price uh, after playing it? Um, I still would say five dollars would be a sweet spot for sure. But I mean, it's we're talking about three bucks, so it's not it's not the end of the world. I, I, I mean, yeah, it's well, three will, bucks per arcade game, right? No, exactly. <laughs> um, will it deter me from purchasing all of them? Probably. 
if they were all right around that $5 mark, I probably would end up getting most of them. But what, what if they come out physical? Stop. <laughs> Hopefully they come out like a pack, you know, like the Nintendo arcade pack or something. I'd, oh, be, there you I'd go. be down with that. Um, I would buy the hell out of that. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Cool. For sure. So, um, as far as just games I played though, and I kind of mentioned it last week, I did play quite a bit of cuphead. I got to tell you guys, I really hope, I really hope that, you know, Microsoft and Nintendo seem to be playing nice together as of recent. And, uh, that game just screams switch. It really does. Like it's so gorgeous. It's really hard. It's like Contra style. Like this is brutal. But uh, after playing Contra three on the SNES for the first time this weekend, I was like, this is, this is my kind of game. So I know it's not a Nintendo game, but it really should be it really should be. So um, let's dive into this week's releases. Hey, do you want to knock these out real quick? Yeah, let's go rapid fire. You guys ready? We are ready. October 3rd, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. October 5th, and until I say further, they're all October 5th. Action Verge, Tumblestone, Ninja Shadow, Stardew Valley, Symphony of Eternity, Vulgar the Viking, Earth Atlantis. October 6th, we're getting Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, 3DS, Layton's Mystery Journey, 3DS, and Oxenfree. Boom. So, who's picking up what? And, by the way, I'm pretty sure the number for last week's releases, it was either 20 or 23. I don't know the exact. I thought it was 18. I saw 19. <laughs> See, I've, that's the thing. I've seen multiple. It's too many. It's, it's yeah. I, I literally feel bad for whoever had to release against like golf story and things like that. Like, I, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. I hope we're not, I hope we're not on the verge of a like, like market saturation, you know, like, I don't well, know. I think we we had the opposite issue with the Wii U. So Nintendo, in their infinite wisdom, decided to take it in the opposite direction. We're just going. People complained that there wasn't enough content. Now we're just going to give them so much that they'll never shut up about it. Do you I, think that we're <laughs> setting? They're setting us up to have a drought in the future because there's just so much coming out so fast. Like maybe they should hold some stuff back. Like. If I were Nintendo, I would probably have held back Fire Emblem Warriors until next year uh, because you don't want to put that out at the same time as Mario Odyssey, even though I know that their markets like it's a very different, different demographic. But people are going to avoid Fire Emblem Warriors to play Mario. Yeah, I think Mario targets every Switch owner where um, the other is just for the fans of the series. So. Um, it makes you wonder, I don't think they're stupid, so they must have enough backlogs of titles, plus they know what is theoretically coming from the third parties, mm-hmm. that they feel comfortable enough just coming out, throwing punches. Because this has got to be the, the best console release we've ever seen, that I can recall. <clears throat> According to uh, Nintendo voice chat that I listened to this morning, or finished listening to, I believe we are sitting at approximately and it's even more now because they recorded that last week at like 130 total games on the switch in six months. 
Yeah. yeah. There's 140 physical games on the Wii U total. Crazy. Total. And right now, the the switch between digital and I don't know how many digital games are on the Wii U. I don't I don't have that number, but um that's insane. Because when if you were a Wii U owner, you know what it was like to be like, there's nothing to play. And even the indie titles that were coming out on it, there was nothing other than Shovel Knight that was like a must own. Yeah, you could buy everything. You could pull a Josh and <laughs> buy everything that came out for the Wii U and be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. So it it's it's definitely an interesting conversation of it. At some point, are are these indies gonna go? Is it even profitable for me to put a game out? And and uh, I'm gonna save it for our talking point, but. I want to talk about the just what was what was it about golf story and we're going to we'll get to it a little bit later but I don't have it in our notes I want to make sure we talk about it <clears throat> as far as the news yeah. Nintendo bans live streaming of their games on YouTube for those that are part of the creator program what RJS what do you think about this well um I think Nintendo's just trying to protect their brand because they can't look at a video and say, uh, yes, we're going to monetize this if it's live. Because, you know what I mean? Like, they can't look at it. They, they could look at it after the fact, uh, but they can't monetize it during the live stream. So they don't know if Josh is going to start screaming racial slurs and expletives in the middle of his stream and so they're like, well, maybe we're maybe we shouldn't do that. So I understand where they're coming from, but I still think that the whole thing with the Nintendo Creators Program, which is basically an MCN, where um, for those of you that don't know, you sign up, you submit your video to Nintendo, they claim it, and then they give you a cut of the profit that they make off of it. Um, I don't think that they're saying that they're banning. They're not I like I got the letter and they're not specifically saying they're banning it. They're just saying you can't submit the live streams to the Nintendo creators program. I think they could have gone about it better, but I see their point. <laughs> yeah, it, I love having Nintendo send pennies to my PayPal every month. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah same here. super handy. Um, <clears throat> what do you think about this hate? Uh, more or less what RJS said. I, I think it's just Nintendo doing Nintendo. You know, they're they're always going to protect their brand and protect young children from seeing things they shouldn't. Right? I mean, that's their. They don't want to associate with anything um, like a you know recent streamer just uh, got hit for. So, I think that was the move. And instead of you know making small measures, they went for a big sweeping weird choice. Um, or at yeah. least that's how it looks. Yeah, I don't, I don't even want to talk too much on this because the whole creators program just infuriates me to no end. So um, I, I think it just needs to go away, honestly. And they just need to let content creators be there to actually help push their product, like help sell their product and not not double dip on it. But that's just, that's my two cents. And I want to keep going because I don't want to get salty. I'm supposed to be the happy one. <laughs> you are, so, yeah. um, SNES Classic. 
Seems like it's off to a better start. I know we kind of touched on it a little bit. It's definitely off to a better start than the NES Classic, which was like nowhere to be found. I remember walking around that Friday morning going, why did I sleep in? And nothing but disappointment until like March of the next year. I luckily got one. Luckily. So definitely have to a better start. More people got them. You know, I was able to snag two. I've seen, I've seen, I've still seen uh, scalpers, but I did see some, um, some posts that uh, scalpers were actually not getting nearly as much this time around, which I mean, good. Don't, don't buy it from a scalper. Wait, wait this thing out. I think you're going to get a chance. So that's my thought. Especially um, now that Nintendo said that uh, they're bringing back the NES Classic next next year. Right. So I think what they're going to do is they're going to continue to bring back this device, these devices as long as the demand is there. Yes, that would be my goal. The question is, are they going to modify it in any way so there's a difference between Gen 1 and <laughs> Gen 2? Because you know, you know that's something they they could do. I so, never thought about that. That just made me really mad. I apologize. That's the first thing I thought. Maybe it was the the salt in the brain, but the first thing I thought was they're gonna they're gonna be different packaging or somehow slightly different. And but I don't care about it. packaging. Okay. Well, then maybe it'll have different games. Maybe it'll. I, I think mean, it's gonna knows? have two controllers. That would <sighs> that would suck. I mean, that would be great. That's a good. I, I mean, good for them, but that that would suck for me because I only have one controller. I think it's got two controllers and be seventy nine ninety nine. That'd be my my guess. Ooh, longer controller cords by GI Jello. That would be amazing. <laughs> I bought these extension cords, and they're like I don't know. They might be like ten feet extension cords or something. Yeah. They're super long, and it's fine to just do that. It'd be better if it didn't have to have an extension cord, but it's fine. I, I was on the uh, Hello Nintendo podcast this last weekend and they um matt who who joined us a couple weeks ago is using the wireless the 8-bit do i think is what they're called or something like that he's using those uh those wireless controllers and i guess somebody even did a post on reddit where they opened up the snes classic and put the wireless adapter on the inside so that it's the, the it's not you don't have to have the little flap down to be able to play the the snes but uh um anyway who knows what the NES Classic, what's going to happen, you know, is going to say round two on it, because then Destinot said in the chat here, if it's different, that'll bring on the scalpers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my guess is it's going to be different. I can almost, I mean, you heard it here first. It's going to be different. I just don't know what. <laughs> oh, man. So the Wii U eShop is being shut down January 2019. Does this affect either one of you guys? I think it's the, the Wii. Wii shop, sorry, right? I said you. I didn't mean to. The Wii eShop. Okay. I did not mean to add the, the U. Wii e-shop? Yeah. The, the Wii eShop. Yeah. The Wii Shop. The Wii eShop. The Wii Shop. The Wii Shop. Yes. Um. Yeah, that affects me back in 2005 or whenever the Wii came out. Does anyone care? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Wii. Who hey, cares? If Shut you, it down. If you happen to have a large virtual console library on your yeah. Wii. And it gets wiped out and you go and buy a used one from GameStop after 2019. You can't put those games back on. 
Yeah, and if your microwave dies in the middle of cooking your meal, you're not going to have a hot dinner that night. Like, who cares? Move on, people. Let's go. You know, my Model T, uh, it broke down, and I couldn't get a part for it. I was really upset. That's true. He had to call (laughs) Ford himself. With a Ouija board. I went out and dug him up. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, I'm glad you guys are just a bunch of heartless jerks that don't no, Josh, like let's people back playing the how, Wii. How do you feel about this, Josh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear it. <laughs> my heart breaks for, you know, all this. No, it doesn't. It's, it's, it's one of those things. It's, it's, it seems so far out. I was surprised we got it noticed so soon. You know, like, here's the real question. Here's the real question. When this happens, will my Wii no longer be a Netflix box? Uh, that's good. That, who knows? Well, I mean, that, as long as you already have Netflix on the Wii, then it should okay, be. Okay. So it's not just going to shut down the entire network infrastructure. <laughs> Destinot's okay. very upset by this, according to his l- latest yeah. statement in chat. <laughs> Figured it would be. He's still using the Wii daily. <laughs> oh my goodness! So there you go. That's that. Out with the old, in with the new. Um, Mario Run got an update. I want to, you know how I found out about this? I was looking at my phone and Mario was winking at me and I was like, yeah. what the, why is he winking? I was really hoping to hit it and see him with the Cappy hat on for the, you know, Ooh. kind of just doing a little marketing for Odyssey. Um, that's not the case, but what they did do is they remixed 10 levels that you can play through in real bite-sized portions and actually made like it, it really made sense. And I'm like, Hey, you know what? I'll actually pick this up and, and maybe play it every now and again. If I'm like super bored and have just a couple minutes to, to kill it's now that game. Whereas before it was like, I don't, I can't even finish this level. I don't have time, you know, whatever. It's a good update. I'm, I, w- I was impressed by it. I'm surprised they're even doing anything with the game anymore since it's really not making them much money, but Hey, good on them. They, they also, you, you didn't touch on the biggest thing about it. They they updated it to where you can play your music in the background now. Oh, that's right. And Mario has headphones on. So yeah, yeah. When you play, yeah. headphones go on. <laughs> yeah. So I had Breaking Benjamin in the background while I was uh, oh, while I was uh, <laughs> bringing me back to GameStop. <laughs> I did not love it, by the way. I I I disagree. I I found the super short levels to be really really boring. Uh, I like the longer levels because when I miss something, I could hit that bubble and go back and try for it again. Mm. And if you miss it going through those little short levels, you just, you just missed it and you're done. And I felt like, well, that I might as well just start everything over because I can't possibly get it perfect now. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. And that for some reason with that game, some games I'm a completionist with that one. Well, according to Kirby geek, I'm probably not a completionist on any game, but let's be honest. Um, he means but, the first uh, level, everyone, the yeah, first level, the, he's a completionist the, on the first, the first level level. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, for me, it was just the, it was a, 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 just a good like pickup, but I can totally see if you were trying to, trying to get everything. Like I definitely missed a few things and I was like, eh, who cares? You know? So, um, Okay, well, that was uh, basically our news. Talking points. Hey, give us the golf story review, and I want to spend a little bit of time on this game. Um, geez, what can't that game do? It can toast bread and 
brush your teeth for you. No, uh, the game's fantastic. It it reminds me a lot of Earthbound right off the bat. Um, the exploration is great. Um, kind of has if you've never played Earthbound because I know a lot of people haven't. Um, maybe the exploration in like Pokemon and the graphic style. So you know, there's no dialogue, but you talk to people and there's thought bubbles, and the bubbles don't. The bubbles are really good at emphasizing mood. So it's not just a normal dialogue bubble. If someone's mad, the bubble gets huge and then shrinks down, um, or it'll be slanted if they're confused. Italics, like they they have a good use of language in it. Um, the golf is fun for me, at least. I, I've heard some people not not like it. Um, but it's not bad. The golf is is solid. It's easy enough that anyone can pick up and play. Um, the RPG elements, you, you get more powerful. If you increase power, your slicing, spins, all of that goes down. So you have to actually use a little bit of thought in how you want to upgrade. So that being said, GI Jello kind of nailed it. This is my indie game of the year to this point. And so I'm going to have to give this, without a question, a shell. No, no, I'm just kidding. It's a blue shell. Definite blue shell. Um, it's fantastic. And so it's not perfect, but it's a must-own game. So, RJS, let me ask you. When you first saw Golf Story at the Nintendo Direct, what were your, what were your thoughts? Oh, I thought this game looks awesome and I want it. I think that Golf Story looks like a really, really compelling um, uh, compelling game, and I want to buy it, but I like, like we've been talking about, the number of releases that have come out recently, it is impossible to keep up, and picking up Golf Story at this point, I feel like I'm just throwing my money away because I can't get to it, and I really want to get to it, uh, so... Uh, it's going to be something that I'll pick up in the future, definitely, because it looks fantastic. Hey, when you first saw it, what was what was your initial reaction? Um, I think I was in maybe the minority. I don't. I was really excited because um, as soon as I saw it, I thought this game looks like Pokemon or Earthbound, like, and then golf as the backdrop. Like that's done deal for me. Like I've always loved golf games. And this one's a little light on the actual golf. It's not incredibly technical, um, which makes it more approachable for everyone, I'd say. Yeah, when I first saw it, like, it didn't strike me as something that, like, people would get so excited for. It just didn't. I, I, was, I was kind of shocked at some of the comments, like, especially, like, going and reading on Reddit and stuff after the fact, like, oh, this is a day one purchase for me. I can't wait for this game, you know listening to different podcasts and stuff, talk about it. Like, and like these guys basically struck gold with this thing, right? This is two, this is a two man team that, that have been working on this for two years. I believe it was originally a Wii U title and, uh, which even that was a risk. Like, and then, and then here they, they basically catch lightning in a bottle, put it on the switch and it makes it to the number two, uh, uh, like bestseller or whatever for the or most number, downloaded number one, number Did one. It, it, it surpassed yeah. steam world. 
Dig? As far as I know, it's the number one. Maybe it's just for this month so far. I but I I saw it was number one ahead of a ton of games. Wow. Let me try to confirm. That's wild. When and I'll just say when I checked, it was number two. But I was still very very impressed by that by that fact. I. It's just. I guess I'm. I'm just like. Uh, Kirby Geek says it did make number one for a few days at uh, at least. So. I mean, yeah. good for those guys. Good for those guys. But like, I don't, is it just me? Like, I feel like really sh- like not shocked that they, that they created something that that's awesome and people are liking, but like, I feel like it was just out of left field. And all of a sudden here's this, here's this game that everybody is just hyped for. Um, I, I don't think it's just you. I think there's I mean, maybe you're slowly becoming the minority because of how well it's doing, but um, it has the Nintendo charm. Mm-hmm. Like the the character design in the game and talking to people, and and it's it's like the old school RPGs where characters are really over the top, emotional and dramatic. So you talk to them, and he's like, "I want my X item," you know, and um. It just has that that old charm that you don't get from every game. I think something else that they did that was really smart is they didn't announce it super early, which I've seen companies do over and over and over again, like Square Enix or Square. They're notorious for this. They'll be like, hey, guys, we're working on this game and it's going to come out in the next five years. I'm like, well, don't tell me about it now. Wait. <laughs> you mean any Sony E3? Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. And so yeah. the guys behind there, the people behind Golf Story, they said, oh, here's this game. And then they didn't say anything else about it. And then, oh, and here's the release date. It's like tomorrow or whatever the hell it was. It was fast. And I think that's the way to do it because you you hit that hype really high and so people like when you when you mention it people like get really excited and then slowly their hype for whatever it is that you're talking about fades out and they hit the they they they, they their marketing was on point and they hit it at exactly the right time and i think that you're right they struck gold it's a good thing it came out at the end of, uh, at the end of last month instead of at the uh, end at the end of this month this month yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I might mean, be why it's a little buggy. Could be. That could be. And I mean, I'm I'm all for golf games. I love Mario Golf. So I mean, I I love it. I've been playing Mario Golf since uh well, I mean, I played the NES golf games, right? And um really enjoy, have always enjoyed it. But Mario Golf really really like, especially on the 64 and the GameCube, um even the 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 DS, the Game Boy version had those RPG elements that I was like, what is this? Like I don't want to do this. I just want to golf. But But it, it didn't have the exploration, right? Not, no, not it was, quite it was fairly much. linear, like just kind of level up your player and then, you know, move to the next course, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um but so I'm definitely more intrigued by Golf Story. I, I will say it is a game I, I plan on getting eventually, but I, I, I'm i in the same boat. I would literally buy it and probably play it for a, a, a minute and then not touch it again. And I'm trying to use restraint. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me ask you a question, Josh. Yeah. Let's say 
that before you get around to buying Golf Story, let's say that Mario Golf Switch comes out. Are you still interested in picking up Golf Story? Oof. You know, I'll say this. I need to watch a few videos. I need to get a little more informed about it. And then I could really answer that question. It, can, right I, for, can I answer? Right off the cuff, I, wouldn't, I would just buy Mario Golf. Can I, can I answer the question for Josh? Please. He would still be interested because this game is a RPG first, a golf game second. And I think that's where they've done differently than any. This is not this is not a sports game. Even the golf is wacky. It's not a technical golf game. There's like moles on the on the course that'll steal your ball and throw it, you know, away from where you want it to go if you hit it in their zone. So it's it's a golf game, but it's a golf game second. Like they they really fleshed out everything else. So it it wouldn't compete with Mario Golf because they're they'd be so different. Because gotcha. not it's not it's not the arcade just, golf yeah and it's not it's not tiger woods golf either it's it's something in between because the golf mechanics are press a to start your swing press a to finish the you know power and then press a one more time to get into the strike zone right that's right. the mechanics yeah typical uh typical old school golf game kirby asked a great question what other what other sport game would you like to see the golf story guys take on Ooh, um, well, tennis know, story, of course, and cricket story come to mind. I wouldn't I mind seeing some frisbee golf story, maybe a little crochet, a cro- croquet. There's, there's, <laughs> there's a little frisbee in golf story, but we'll oh. get to that. Oh, and they're really spoilers. So if you ever, if you ever did, uh, if you ever played disc golf or or been around people who played disc golf, one, they're very snarky about you calling it frisbee. And two, <laughs> they call regular golf ball golf, and this game captured that perfectly. So just just know that. But yeah, that's what they call it because it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous community. So, um, uh, but disc golfing's fun if you like it. You know, that's your thing. That's great. I've done it. It's fun. I'm not great, but anyway, it's at hate zero with an X. If yeah, you or Josh, you can hit me up there. So I do want to say. I want them to do something crazy and I would like them to make a game called curling story. And it follows a team of people who want to become an Olympic curling team. I can't believe you stole mine. Like I is thought nobody, nobody's going to say curling. Curling is for me and wow. he stole it right out from under me. Man, that's amazing. What are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> What are the odds? Do you have a fall? Do you have a fallback? Uh, badminton, I guess. Badminton. <laughs> you know what I think would be funny is uh, Destin says chess story, um, but a hockey story where they literally could just throw down and play hockey anywhere, right? Whether it be on the street or on a pond in the snow, you know, like, and again, I have a convenience store. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So uh, Kirby says curling is the top answer. So you guys were both, you guys are both correct. So, um, the golf story, I don't know, maybe yeah, I, I feel like I'm slowly being convinced by next week. I may end up saying, Hey guys, I played it's golf story and I love it. It's a blue so. shell. Remember the blue shell rating means it's a must own it's red shell own. means you should probably get it. Okay. Green shell is if you really want it. So this is a must own title. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. FIFA 18. I picked it up. I reviewed it. 
I'm not a soccer fan. I have never been a soccer fan, but Mario soccer on the, uh, it's not Mario soccer. It's the, the Mario sports all-stars on the DS has soccer in it. You get to play as Mario. It's actually quite fun as a video game. I will give it that. I can see why it is one of the top selling sports titles year after year. This game is a little, there's some, there's some interesting choices that EA made, not only with the game, but with the packaging, with the marketing. Some, a little bit of it makes me feel like they want this game to fail. It's almost what it feels like. I walk into Best Buy to go buy this game and they have a big, like, um, like a frame sign or whatever FIFA 18 Xbox PlayStation. Nothing from the switch. There was no switch like marketing on this poster whatsoever. It was only Xbox and PS4. Hmm. It's like, that's odd. That's odd that they wouldn't. And this isn't, this isn't like, I don't think it's this best buy promotional material. I think it's from EA, right? just seemed very strange get the case to fifa open it up it's just blank white on the inside nothing no user agreements nothing nothing at all i just to compare i opened up disgaea 5 the entire sleeve is interchangeable you can flip it over and change the cover if you want and have all of the same it looks like an actual game cover front and back like all the the user agreement all that stuff's all written there so I was, I was, uh, I was surprised to see that. Let's talk about gameplay. Gameplay, awesome. It pl- played great. Now the only sports game I play that I can compare it to, other than the Mario Soccer, is Madden. Right? Because I play, I play Madden every year. I like football. It's uh, not a not a huge um, like sports nut, but I enjoy Madden in the holidays with my brother in law. That's like our thing. So, um. The, the gameplay for FIFA on point, like the character animations on point. I was surprised at like how lifelike some things were. The graphics are what really seem flat. And that was before comparing it to like the Xbox and the PS4. There was just something kind of missing. Even when I was streaming it, Henny was like, Did, is this the GameCube version? Like, what is the deal here? Why does it, why does it look so, so old? You know, there was just a, and I think what it was, part of it was the stadium. It was literally like a wide open stadium and there was nothing but bright sunlight coming in and kind of washing out the, the, the video. So, I mean, it, it in an attempt to try to be realistic, it really kind of made the game look, look flat. Shadow effects weren't quite as good as I was hoping. Overall gameplay good. Um, sound was just fine. That kind of stuff. I do a full review on YouTube, guys. You can check it out. YouTube.com slash N64Josh. You can get all the details there. But I gave this game a 7.5. What I don't recommend, and I've heard some people say, is it's not on us to buy this game to help EA get more games on the Switch. Right? Like, don't buy this game as a favor to them. Buy the games that you want to play. And listening to listening to the Nintendo voice chat, um, Pear was like, he goes, I know at the first, uh, the rumor was, or EA even said, like, we're testing the waters with FIFA. Any company at this point that sees how the Switch is doing, 
doesn't need to be testing any waters. Like the Mass Effect trilogy needs to be on Switch. No, no doubt about it. Andromeda can stay away. <laughs> That's fine. But the trilogy really should be there. Star Wars Battlefront, give us a version, some kind of a version. Titanfall even, you know. Bethesda's all in. EA should be doing the same thing. And uh, so FIFA 18, 7.5. If you like soccer games, you want it. I think the funniest thing I saw was this. I think it was on Reddit. It's soccer on the toilet. So, you know, like if that's your thing, I guess go for it. But uh, anyway, moving along. Oh, G.I. Jello says night games look the best. And uh, he does say it's basically FIFA prior to FIFA 17, which was the Frostbite engine. So, yeah, it's not running on the Frostbite engine from what uh, from my understanding. Yeah, it's custom built for the switch. Yeah. And that might be why they marketed. Yeah. Yeah, which I will say 60 frames a second, 1080p when you're docked 720p and 60 frames. Didn't see any hiccups really. Like it, it ran smoothly. It ran smoothly. It just it does feel like a gimpier version is the, the the best way I could put it. And that was before comparing it to anything. It did. Um, of all of the FIFA eighteen sales, the Switch sales were one percent, <laughs> which is not a good number. One percent. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, and we talked about it a few episodes ago. FIFA is primarily a PS4 title. I mean, most, well, I, I'm just pulling these numbers out of thin air, so don't, don't quote me, but is everybody I know who plays FIFA, all PS4 players. So they also I, I only own a, a PS4. Of, <laughs> yeah, I, I read Maybe. a little bit about this and I think it was 60, 40, basically 60%. Uh, not for uh, FIFA 18, but for last year's, right. it was 60% PS4. So you're right about that. And 40% Xbox One. Uh, and then this year, the split's a little bit different with the Switch bringing up only 1%. But like Josh was saying, there there's no marketing. FIFA 18 for the Switch is sold out on Amazon. So I guess it's hard to find. Uh, and that makes me wonder if if EA was just like, what we'll do is we won't put very very many in the channel. That way, people will be more inclined to go digital, and we'll save ten dollars on each one because we don't have to buy that memory card. It, I could be wrong though. When I looked, it had only made it up to like like the thirteenth most, like in the best sellers or whatever or whatever. The I can't remember the 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 actual category on the Switch uh, um, shop. But it was not very high at at all. So I think this is earlier you said are all these games or or maybe RJS did. Someone said are all these games we're getting going to hurt indie developers. I think Golf Story and FIFA are a prime example of why that won't happen in the future. I don't think it matters if you make an indie game as long as you do it well you're going to be successful. And if you're a third-party, big, AAA dev and you give us a crap port of a game, not saying, I mean, you gave it a 7.5, so it's not total crap, but it's it's behind the curve. Um, it's not going to sell well. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's interesting. So uh, Kirby Geek says it's nine for the US right now. So it is, I mean, you know, it's, that's better than where I saw it, but still not. Like, I mean, you know, golf story's killing it. Steam world dig killing it. 
So, um, hey, let's talk about something fun. SNES Classic. Overall, let's give this thing a review. Uh, hey, start us off because you put this in here. I want to see kind of the uh, how you want us to tackle this. Where I want to go? Yeah. Okay. Um, so the the system immediately I open up great nostalgia i'm happy it looks smells like a nintendo um couple design things that are going to keep me from being overall happy i hate the flap i think the flap was a stupid design i i wish they wouldn't have went with that like that's gonna be the bane of my existence i think i mean they could have what would have made me happy is that little slot on the top if that would have been the flap and i could dock my controller into the top of the console um i'm sorry rjs it looks like i just stole your console. brilliant no 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 that's oh, okay. brilliant that is a brilliant <laughs> idea nintendo give this man some money that's uh, <laughs> as soon as i saw the flap i'm like why the system already has a flap why are we doing this so um that that bummed me out the other minor complaint is not so much that i think the controller length is a problem but they should have just made it the same length as the original for both consoles. The original controllers were what six, seven feet. Why not just make them the same length as that? Oh, I know why. Ah, uh, yeah, you probably do. Um, but I will say, <laughs> just to finish up my review before you guys get to yours, uh, the system's great. If you can get your hands on it, you won't be disappointed. If you had any love for the Super Nintendo, some of the games didn't age as well as you probably remember them which is okay they're old um but for me not quite a blue shell it is a red shell based on on system alone and the number of games um my my heart says blue shell but my my head says red fair so, enough there you go fair enough so the chords i think we mentioned this i th- i'm I, I should actually i should pull out a uh a nunchuck from the Wii. I, I, I'm willing to bet that the nunchuck cord is the same length as the NES classic cord. And they just had a whole lot of those things laying around. Well, the SNES <laughs> yeah, is longer. White. SNES no, is I have longer. black ones. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <sighs> the SNES is uh, about a foot longer. I think it's more than a foot. It's, it's yeah, uh, it's, much longer. It's like two, it's a little, it's um, the NES is around two feet. The SNES is around four feet and the original is around six. Yeah. So. And I totally agree. It should have been, they should have just, it, I don't think they're saving all that much money by making it a shorter cord. Like how much money could they possibly be saving that way? Yeah, it's an odd choice. It's an odd choice. I do want to backtrack a little bit. Uh, G.I. Jello says that uh, FIFA is number three in the UK. So, hmm. um, and that should be a number one, he also says. So, um, uh, Palander says that the system is a lot smaller than expected. So, yeah. um, uh, but anyway, RJS, continue, please. Uh, well, I really like... Okay, so I'm going to do comparisons to the NES Classic to the Super Nintendo Classic. Um, They've improved on everything. Mm -hmm. I really like the menu music, and every time I turn it on, it makes me think, why in the hell does the Switch not have menu music yet? (laughs) Um, You know, now that we're shutting down the Wii eShop, let's take that music, remix it, put it on the switch. So we have some music, but that's beside the point. 
Um, so the music is fantastic. I, and I'm a huge fan of chip tunes. So I love that stuff. Um, I really like that, especially as a streamer, um, how when I'm playing that four by three game, instead of having everything covered with black space, you can turn on uh, like a frame around it and they give you a few different frames to look at, which is really cool. And then they have this rewind feature, which is cool, but I'll never use it because it's too much of a hassle to use and it feels like cheating. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That was, uh, I was, I was like, what is this rewind thing? What, what, that's crazy. That's crazy. So overall, what would you give it? Like, I don't know how you do your reviews. Typically, do you have a, I don't do numbers. Uh, I'm against numbers. So we differ in that area. But what I would say is if you can get your hands on one, definitely pick one up because it's awesome and the library on this thing is fantastic so Mm -hmm. sure there's things that are missing that people are like why isn't this here why isn't that here there you're not going to be able to please every single person and of course there's the weirdos out there that are like i'm going to hack this and and throw every game on there sure you can do that too but i'd prefer to keep it pristine um but pick it up pick it up pick it up yeah, I mean, I hadn't really thought about trying to give this thing a number review. Overall, I I love having it in uh, um, in my collection. It um, there's a number of games that I never played. I mean, I was pretty, I was I was relatively young when the system came out. So this was a time when, like, your birthday, maybe you get a game. You know, Christmas, maybe you get a game. Maybe you get two if you can talk an ant into getting you something or whatever. And so. Um, it, you know, other than renting stuff, I didn't have a huge, a huge library of, of super Nintendo games. So being able to go back and, uh, um, write some of those wrongs, Kirby geek, um, <laughs> um, it has been fun. And, uh, I, 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 again, like, like Eric said, like, I love the packaging. I loved um, opening it up and pulling that poster out that looked like it was right out of the nineties. And, uh, <laughs> he's like, what poster? <laughs> hmm. <laughs> that look was yeah. like, there's a poster in there. Yeah. There's a poster in there. And, um, uh, there's also a poster in the NES classic too. Um, I have that one on the wall. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> there you go. He's going to pull it out right now. Um, there you go. so, just yeah it honestly i and i did a full video of this as well on my um it's on my youtube channel but it felt like christmas morning it felt like christmas morning opening that thing up there you go there's your poster if you're watching live so um, i just thought it was instructions <laughs> <laughs> now you're playing with superpower um again the, the music in the menu it's it's great and i was i don't know if it was on twitter or where but somebody was like okay I need a remix of this immediately that I can just put on like just on repeat and constantly listen to it. Cause that music is great. The other thing I loved is like for recording my videos, I would just have it playing in the background and what it would, what it would do is Mario and Luigi show up and they run and jump and hit the game and start the demo. And then the demo plays and then it goes back to your main menu and then they run and hit the next game. And they're, you know, they're kind of just goofing around and stuff. And, Overall, really, really impressed me. Again, as as a streamer, having the the uh, the borders around the outside, I thought I thought they were great. 
Star Fox 2, can we talk about that for a sec? Did you guys both play it? I haven't played it yet, but I'm not worried yeah. about spoilers or anything. Like, I unlocked it, and I've been focusing on other games that I won't get into yet, but go ahead. Yeah, there's not really anything to, I mean, I don't know. There's not really anything to spoil, really. But, um, like, IGN gave Star Fox 2 a 5. <laughs> Ooh, ouch. Well, I, it's hard to review those games today because Star Fox did not age well. It just didn't. I mean, you've got a draw distance of two pixels. Like, it's just not <laughs> right. It didn't age well. Yeah. And I mean, what they what they focused on was the slowdown because of how much they were trying to do by basically instead of instead of you being a more of an on rail shooter, which Star Fox was basically that, you know, it was just a glorified on rail shooter they try to give you more freedom in this one to be able to go around a space, a 2d space that looks 3d and the slowdown is significant, you know? And so I could, I can understand their decision to say, Hey, let's bag this thing and focus on real 3d with the 64. It, it makes sense now, especially after playing it. I still, uh, Oh, Nintendo World Report gave it a nine out of ten. Sherlock Logic says in the chat. So, wow, there you go. Wildly like, differing. Yeah. yeah, um, I don't think I would give it as low as a five. I'd probably go around a seven if I was gonna like give it a number score, maybe seven and a half. Um, it, it, but I, I hardly even I hardly even played it, so I don't even I don't even re- I'd like to get into it a little further to, to uh, um, before that came around. But um, I thought it was fun to have to play the first level of Star Fox and then unlock Star Fox Two. I thought that was really neat. So um, overall, I would say yes. Just pick up pick up the SNES Classic if you can, and uh, if you want to enter our giveaway in the chat exclamation point giveaway, check out my Twitter. Um, there's a there's a pin tweet there I believe I'll make sure there is uh, by the time this goes live so um, hey you have SD card comment and then uh, we have a retro question we'll wrap up yeah I'll be quick so a lot of people are reporting issues with games that I'm just not getting um, specifically NBA 2K Golf Story um, I'm starting to wonder if SD card read speed is the culprit. Because you can put any micro SD card in and not all of them, they're not all created equal. So if you don't have a fast enough, and this is purely speculation, if you guys want to weigh in, I know Josh, you're in photography, so you might have some insight on SD cards. Um, I'm starting to think, because I'm not getting any issues on NBA 2K. I mean, it's it's slow, but the game's just slower than it is on on other consoles. People are having some crazy uh, glitches and stuff that I'm so much that they're requesting refunds and saying the game's unplayable. I'm starting to think this is an SD card difference more so than, or there's problems with switches because there's no way you can download a game and it's that different game to game. Yeah, that's interesting. There is definitely a difference in between. Like, I mean, if you if you look at different cards, I have I have multiple just regular SD cards. I have flash. Um, um, compact flash cards for my for my cameras and there's the extreme versions and right. there's regular versions and and even different brands work better with different um, devices I have a Kingston compact flash my Canon camera my 7d I can shoot photos with it I can shoot um, like 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 rapid fire 
maybe like 10 to 14 shots and then it stops and it has to finish like catch up. I can't even shoot video with it, but my extreme scan Sandis or whatever, um, it shoots video just fine. I can shoot like up to like probably, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just guessing probably 40 shots and then it starts to slow down. Like if I'm just doing rapid fire. So they are definitely not all made the same. And so, um, it may be something worth looking into if you're having those issues on your switch, what kind of SD card do you have? There should be some information out there, which ones are recommended. You know, I know you can get the ones with the switch logo on them. Those, those should be working great. Um, but you may be paying a little more. Well, and that was kind of my, my, my main point in bringing this up was do some research on the read speeds before you purchase. Cause I'm seeing these things go on sale and I'm seeing them getting pushed onto Reddit. Some of these, I would not recommend anyone buy for even their digital camera and people are buying them for their switch. Um, so do some research on the read speeds before you, before you just go out and, and spend your money. Cause that's going to waste your money and give you a bad user experience. RJS, do you have any thoughts? I like I have a 10. I don't know what the speeds are. I know that 10 is the one that people had recommended that you go with, and that's what I have. Um, I think that what would be really nice if, is if Nintendo, in, like right in the operating system, gave you a thing that said, um, you know, rated your SD card. Hey, this, this SD card rates as a 6 or on our scale of how awesome it is for the switch. Yeah. Uh, you know, you put it in and it detects it and it says, Oh, this one seems a little slow. You might want to upgrade that or, or take it back to the store or something. That's what I think would be great. Or if they just gave us, I, I, I don't know how much do the ones that are branded switch cost? Like, are those more expensive because they've got the logo on them? I don't think we know the price yet. Oh and like, yeah, I don't. I have no clue on the pricing yet either. I I think they're up for pre-order possibly, but I'm 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 out of the loop on that one. <clears throat> I, what I do know is that like what a lot of people were recommending, even IGN was recommending on their podcasts, is they were telling people go on eBay and buy these larger SD cards that people are taking out of their phones and then reselling. And so a lot of times they were getting stuff at a really great price, but who knows how old some of these things are? Who knows how compatible they are? You know, like, so, so one thing I can tell you is if, if, if it's a GoPro recommended micro SD card, you can use it on the switch because to be able to do 4k at 60 frames, like the newer GoPros can do, it's gotta be top of the line, crazy speeds. So if if you are looking for a GoPro micro SD card, you'll be safe on the Switch. There you go. There you go. All right. Our retro question. What game on the SNES Classic are you most excited to play for the first time? And anybody watching live, feel free to answer in the in the chat there. But uh hate, you want to start this one? Um Man, there's so many that, well, not for the first time, but probably Super Mario RPG. And it, it won't be the first time I've played it, but if all things go as planned, it'll be the first time I beat it. Um, I never owned it. I only only rented it. So never got very far. And, you know, renting those games, you you have to start over every time. So 
um, that's the one I want to tackle first. Fair enough. Fair enough. And and you haven't got a ton of time with the machine yet, right? Uh, no, I, I hooked it up for the first time yesterday and I immediately wanted to play earthbound again, but I was like, oh, I'll just mess around with super Mario world. And, uh, that was a bad choice. I mean, it was, it was great. It's so fun. And the music, I love it, but I, that was all I pretty much did. <laughs> so <laughs> he beat Mario world, you know, <laughs> uh, not quite, but I, I, played way longer than i anticipated so nice that's good to hear uh rjs how about you any that you were most excited to play for the first time street fighter 2 turbo i'm just kidding i'm just <laughs> kidding uh earthbound i never played earthbound i've heard so many people say a million things about it um I let my community pick what game I was going to pick first and they unfortunately chose wrong they chose super mario rpg which is a great game like i'm really having fun playing it i'm probably about six hours in so far and i'm having a blast playing it but i can't wait to finish it so that i can play earthbound because i've just heard so many people have put that at the top of their rpg lists um so what about you josh this is probably it's it's i've not there's a lot of games i haven't played um, street fighter 2 turbo no <laughs> did, did you say that in stream by the way was that uh did i say what that you'd never played street fighter 2 or no i was just making a joke okay somebody i've recently talked to somebody they're like yeah i've never played it i was like what <laughs> you've never played street fighter i can't remember where i think it was maybe i don't know i can't remember where it was but i was super shocked anyway <laughs> um yoshi's island I'd never played it. And then when I looked at it, when I remember seeing it in Nintendo power, I was like, this is not my Mario. Like I like, I was the same way. I was yeah. like, this is not for me. This is not like, what have they done? What have they done now after playing it? Um, <laughs> Kirby says, now, you know how I, how we feel Josh <laughs> about all the games I've never played. Um, uh, RE4. <laughs> right. Right. But I will say like, some people came into the stream while I was playing it and they're like, Oh my gosh, the crying baby. Like I never, if I never have to hear that again, I totally like, I was loving everything about it. And I got to do the, uh, what's it called? Uh, touch fuzzy, get dizzy or whatever. Like, <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't think that's a thing. It We're is edit that that's out. the name of the level touch fuzzy get dizzy chat will confirm a, it just I watch think he's making a joke because i shaved my beard i'm not it's not if you play the level there's these puff balls if you touch it the screen starts to go it's like basically like stream, bro. i'm sure there is buddy <laughs> it's that's it that's it we're gonna I'm, I'm showing you video but anyway i found the game to be extremely charming um I was really kind of kicking myself that I'd never played it before. It uh, it's great, and I'm I'm excited to jump into some of these RPGs. I was never a huge RPG fan. I watched a friend play Mario RPG, and uh, um, I'm 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 really looking forward to it. So I'm hoping I can find the time to actually be able to invest some time in these. I know everybody says I never complete a game. Like Yoshi's Island is on the list to get completed like probably next Monday, we'll take another big chunk out of it on stream and hopefully some this weekend as well. So, um, here we go. I want to, uh, uh, look at the chat. Let's see. Anybody else? Bravd said Mario RPG. 
And that's it. That's the only answer from chat. Everybody else is like, none of these games are my favorite the first time. Um, I, when I'm looking at the back of the box right now. And this is, I have a Nintendo podcast and people are going to be mad at me, but I have played Super Mario World, Zelda, Mario Kart, Star Fox, and F-Zero. And I haven't played any of these other games before. Not Super Punch-Out? Not Super Metroid? No, I, well, okay. I played a little bit of Super Metroid, but I didn't have it. So I've, I've not played these games. Like Uh I might have picked up a controller at a friend's house, but like we had a Genesis. So, right, right. We forgive you. (laughs) I have a lot, I have a lot of fun uh, in store for me. Oh, dude. Super Metroid is like top five top three games for me it's one i've actually beat kirby and so um it's and, and earthbound's one of the greatest games ever made they and i have no clue i've never even never even hit i've never even seen a start menu for earthbound so so good yeah so, so good lucky to be me i get to experience for the first time um what did i want to say oh sherlock logic this is not to sidetrack the segment but forever 21 recently released an official super nintendo clothing collection <laughs> They did. I saw did. that. <laughs> um, sadly, the the only article I I thought was like wearable was a female hoodie. And yes, and I know the one that you're talking about. The but red I can't one. Remember what it looked like? Yeah, it, it was red. Cool. It had like the Mario Kart on it, I think, and it looked cool. And then it's like a crop top. I was like, no, because I was like, maybe I'll just buy like a double XL females. I'm like, I can't wear a crop top. Get out of here. <laughs> next episode, he's wearing a crop top. Yeah, there we go. That's what we want. Tune in next week. Oh, right. Oh. I'm back. All right, guys. Well, hey, this has been a blast. I know we went a little long. Um, Thank you, RJS, for hanging out with us, man. Can you tell everybody where they can find you and your content? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube at uh, Run Jump Stomp. And uh, if you're looking for a podcast where, uh, if you like the sound of my voice, I talk through the whole thing. It's usually about 30 minutes, three episodes a week, and I talk all about Nintendo. It's called Switchcraft, and you can find it on wherever podcasts are sold. It's free. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Mr. Hate Zero with an X. Yes. Where can people you find can you? find me on Twitter? You can find me on our Discord. Join the community; it's a lot of fun. We got a lot of crazy people. Um, I've been playing a little bit of Xbox. Also, Hate Zero with an X. There, um, you can catch me on the Switch. But tune in next week, and Josh is going to eat a box of crayons. Every week. I don't know. Hashtag eat the crayons. No, my goodness. Okay. Well, guys, you're going to find me on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, Farmers Only, and 64Josh. Um, guaranteed. You'll find me in all those places. Um, Every single one. Yeah. My YouTube is, uh, I'm really trying. This this month, I want to put out a video a day. That's my goal. So, um Make sure to make sure to subscribe to that. We are giving away a SNES classic details. Um, there will be a link in the show notes. You'll be able to look right there. If you're in chat, exclamation point giveaway. You'll have the details right there for you. Um, remember audibletrial.com slash NPC. Get you a free book from Audible and uh, help support the show. 
Also, opseat.com. Use coupon code N64Josh. Get yourself a gaming chair. If you guys have a second, we've kind of stalled on reviews, and we can really use some more reviews. So if you uh, have a minute on iTunes, you can uh, you can leave us a review. We'd really, really appreciate that. And whew, we did it, boys. This has been fun. Thank you, everybody in chat. We will uh, um, we'll see you guys next week. Huh? Bye. Good night, NPC fan. Good. Adios. <laughs> All right. Later, guys.